I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Recycle. Have you recycled everything you should be recycling? Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the BTS podcast. You are joined by your amazing hosts, Beatrice, Tammy, and Sharon, and welcome to the 90-something episode of the Beaches Podcast. I think it's 95 now. 95. Yeah, 95 now. Welcome. How are you guys? Um, that's a good ah. question. No, it's a good question this time. Even though I know it was... ask every week. I know, I know it was coming, but I haven't actually thought about it. Um, I've been stressed this week. I've been very stressed. Just, you know, when it's just like, um, and I think Tammy explained it. I'm actually the opposite. So I've I've been very, very busy with my work, like had loads of late nights. I was basically managing a project by myself and it's come to an end um, this week. So I basically have like two or three days kind of like a bit relaxed where we call it on the bench where you're waiting for your next project to kick off the following week. Um, but I think you know when you've gone from like so busy to like not doing anything sometimes like it can make you feel I don't know what the feeling is but like not that I feel useless but like it just has me like thinking about everything Um, Mm. and it's been weighing down on me quite a bit to be fair Uh, sorry to make this episode start on a bit of a downer but yeah that's basically what what I've been battling with this this few past few days actually um but when i know said everything I, what do you mean what when you say everything what do you, you know mean? we just feel like oh it's like you think about thinking about work is always like, oh, the right like am i what's the point am i really enjoying this am i just cruising am i just do you know what i mean like what's what's out mm. there i already told you guys anyway from last week that you know i'm starting to explore what other what other things i can go into so i'm obviously having to like apply to other places blah 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 just find out more about what's out there so that in itself and anybody who's like you know applied for jobs because for me like I said I haven't I haven't gone through the whole like searching for a job and like really searching before whereas I think now I'm actually at that point so there's definitely quite a bit of pressure that I didn't know kind of was there 
um and it's kind of exhausting you know having to like actually send applications off etc so I guess in terms of work that's there then it's also just in terms of like longer life like what do I want to do and I know it's really random but a lot of people this last two weeks have basically been like I'm moving to Dubai I'm moving to Dubai and I know that we've spoken about this ages ago yeah but you know when it's like this economy is actually now so bad and they're all talking about Dubai 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 I'm out here see ya oh I'm out here see ya I'm just sitting there thinking am I really taking up all the opportunities that I can like that's what I mean where you know when you just when when I haven't got work to do my mind just be exploring because if I had work to do I wouldn't be thinking about this do you know what I mean so these last Fam, two if you had work to do you'd be complaining about the work no exactly work to do, exactly no work Bruh, this life no balance I'm telling you but yeah this last two three days I've just been thinking about everything like, oh my god but no I'm definitely like happy for the people that I know who are going out there and stuff and like it's obviously good for them um and yeah, I'm just like, oh my God, like there's just so much, so much out there like to do in this life. Um, but yeah, that's basically how I've been this week. But I'm looking forward to um, the following week, like the few next few weekends, um, quite busy. Um, got a lot of fun stuff, I think, in the diary. So it should be good. Um, and then obviously, yeah, going on holiday. So yeah, it should be, it should be a nice end to the summer. But obviously, we haven't even spoken about the heat wave, but I'll let someone else talk about that because I've been talking for too long. Um, but Tammy, how are you? Well, I'm ill. And um, ah. I said, so how are I'm you before? And you said, I'm fine. Yeah, but I'm ill. <laughs> you know, people, people, people do this a lot. You'll be asking them, oh, how are you doing? And I'm, like, I'm fine, thank you. And it's like, you're not fine because you're ill. I'm fine, but I'm just ill. Hours to explain. But yeah, other than that, it's been a long week. I'm just tired. I'm so glad that tomorrow is a half day. Um, because my brain has been shutting down since Wednesday, and I think my brain's on. When was that heat wave? Was the heat wave on Tuesday, Wednesday? Monday and Tuesday. Oh, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So by Wednesday, I was just. I hear you, man. I was just like, please, this is it's just too much. Um, but yeah, other than that, like prior to that, we I went out with Beatrice on Friday, the Friday before, which was good. Oh my god, how can I forget about that? Sorry, yeah. It's good. just too much too much has happened between then and now. Um, which was really good because our friends came from Nigeria and they were like, Oh, we're going out where? LA lounge. I just said, oh my God. Oh my God. I just wanted the ground to just swallow me up. I said, not there again, please. <laughs> and I've only ever been one time. And that experience in itself was enough to just shock you. Mm, so, so I just wasn't, I, I, I literally said on the phone, I was like, okay, have a nice time. Because I just really wasn't on it. And then um, I as soon as I got off the phone, I FaceTimed bitches and she messaged me, I'm in a call. I just said, LA lounge. And she was just laughing. And then I was like, hmm, okay. Then my brother was like, let's go. I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and I told bitches that, oh, my brother, I'm bringing my brother with me. And it actually turned out to be a very good night. Mm. Like the music was good. The vibe was good. The people were good. 
met some girl in the toilet. We added each other on Snapchat. She's been messaging me. Did he message you again since since that? Yeah, she re- she replied to my one of my stories saying that I look nice. That is so. <laughs> <laughs> See, I met her in the toilet, and I even saw one of my friends like even before we got in. Then I saw her in the toilet again, and then we started talking about Nigeria. She was like, oh, make sure you come. I'm like, I'm not coming to Nigeria in December, sorry. I'm letting everybody, I am not, sorry. I'm not going. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, what happened that weekend? Just a lot of stuff, really. Oh, yeah. You guys came to my oh, house. Oh, yeah. Not Sharon's. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot happened. So some of the girls came around mine. We had like a barbecue. My brother did the barbecue. Shout out Jolla. Yeah, did the barbecue. We had cookies. There was apple and mango, apple and mango crumble. There was burger, sausage, chicken wing, everything. Mm. Um, sausage and fried rice. Fried rice. <laughs> there was actually quite a lot of food. There was drinks as well. Like we had a good time. It was just a good time to catch up. But next time, everybody should come early when the sun is actually out. It's true. But other than that, it was good. And then on Sunday, what did I do? I was went to church. First time I've been to church in a while. Mm. So it was good to see people. Um, then I went, um, I don't know, we went to Costco. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. On Sunday. And not the one in Lakeside, the one on the A406, the North Circular oh, one. Okay. Um, on a Sunday. I don't know what happened, but it just seemed like everybody and their cat was at Costco <laughs> on that Sunday. When I said the amount of people that were there, it was so many. As in, there was a queue to get water. You know the the, the water. Uh uh-uh. We were queuing to get the water, and they were limiting us to only three per uh-uh. person. Yes. Yes. It was crazy. And people know, getting ready for the because people getting ready for the heat wave as well. You can tell people. I don't know. Up. I don't know whether they were getting ready for the heat wave or people were planning parties or barbecues. Yeah, like, yeah, that's I don't know, but. And you already know whenever there's a line and you're in London, you already know that there's some sort of fight or scuffle. Oh, I sure. saw about two, two happening. One was one was pending, but it got it de-escalated. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, other than that, it was just it, yeah, my weekend was good. But yeah, as I said, it's just been a, a hectic week. I've got a headache as we speak, but still pushing through. I've got quite a packed weekend, so. Mm. I need to be I need to be fit and well for the weekend. I hear you. Yeah, that's I about it. I was going to say, oh my God. Um, oh wait, hold on. Before I say that, let me even ask how Sharon. Sharon, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. <clears throat> the reason why I wasn't involved in all these plans is because I was in Amsterdam. Hmm. Um, I need Igbo and Shire. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> There was no evil, anyway. Um, oh, there was shy on now, yeah. Um, there was shy to be fair, but no, it was actually really, really good. So, um, one of my one of my friends at work, um, her parents have a house in Amsterdam, and basically, my office is so we have two floors in my office, one is being um renovated at the moment, so we only can we can only use one floor so we can't all be in the office at the same time so there's like a rotor which you like put yourself into like if you want to come in but there's no like um we um my friend was like oh 
we should go to Amsterdam and she was like I have a house there so like we can all stay at my house um so we were like oh yeah that sounds like a really nice idea so we went I mean I went on Wednesday um and then the other girls came on Thursday so I arrived Wednesday night um and then I was there for like a week till like Tuesday but it was really really fun like it was so fun obviously the weather was really good I mean we're going to talk about the heat wave in a second but the weather was really nice but it wasn't as hot as London um and it was just good vibes man like it was actually just so nice but like when I got back everyone was like oh how's Amsterdam how's Amsterdam and I'm like how does everyone at work know that we're in Amsterdam oh everyone at um, work yeah, yeah yeah maybe they have everyone people at work. socials I think it's that and I think also like you know how I have to take PTO like if I want to do stuff so I had to take PTO twice to like fly so basically for those who don't know um we work quite long hours, which I think I've said before, um, which means that we end up working evenings most days. Um, so we have an allowance. <laughs> when I say it, it just sounds so mad. We have an allowance once a week where we're allowed to finish work at 6.30. <laughs> so, and it's called protected time off. So um, I took PTO so I could fly down so and then PTO so I could come back. But the day I came back was the hottest day of the year and the train tracks had melted. So I couldn't actually get on the train. So passport control was a mess. I was in that queue for ages and then the biometric thing didn't even work. So I had to join another queue. Oh, By the time I got no. out, By the time I got out of the airport, it was 9.30. And then the man was like, so I was like trying to get on the train. Then it was saying, obviously, there's no trains. And he was like, oh, you're going to have to get the National Express, love. I looked at taxis and it was saying 70 pounds. And I was just like, I can't even justify this. So anyway, the coach didn't come till 11 p.m. Bearing in mind, it's a Tuesday evening. I have work tomorrow. The coach didn't come to 11 p.m. I didn't get to Victoria till half past midnight. Had to get then get another taxi. I didn't get home till like after one. It was actually just... It was a mess. But Amsterdam was really fun. That was actually really good. I went to this club called Chin Chin. Um, hmm. And it was... Appropriation, appropriation. I went to this club called Chin Chin. And um, they had to drag me there, honestly. I was just like, oh, guys, do we really have to go? It was like 2 a.m. And the club closed at 5. And I was like, guys, like... Do we actually have to go? Like, we're having such a nice conversation here. They're like, oh no, Sharon, you'll love it. You'll love it. And I was just like, I'm not going to. Anyway, got there now. I had the time of my life. That is the best club I've been to in Europe, without a shadow of a doubt. That's eh? drag me out of that place. Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. If I don't actually don't absolutely. know what other club, I don't know what other club, I don't even know if I've been clubbing like that in Europe. That Mar- that club in Marbella was oh, quite okay. good, to be okay. fair. Yeah, but remember the time we went, though? The time we went we wouldn't have yeah seen, we wouldn't have seen it in full swing it was covid time no true 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 i would actually i would go back to that one as well but no this changing lip it was so good it was really really good they ended up leaving at like four and they had to drag me out there basically because i was like oh, i'm still having a good time but yeah it was actually really good it was really fun not them having to drag um, you in and then having to drag you out as well fam they had to drag me and drag me out it was just, the whole thing is just a mess but no it was actually really really good and yeah Every time I think about Amsterdam, all, so I, lovely. all I can think about is just how cold we were that time. Like, genuinely, when I think about my body getting to a point of being cold, my mind just jumps back to Amsterdam. It's literally probably the coldest I've ever in my we life were cold. felt. We were cold. Oh we my were cold. God. Like, even picturing it, 
even imagine it like sends chills down my mm-hmm. body like that is how cold I was in Dam. I had no intention of going back to Dam because that first time we went like you said I was freezing my tits off mate like I was so cold I have literally no like obviously it was nice to be with all you guys but I don't really have any positive memories <laughs> running for trades missing the trades raining God. cold like it was just a mess but after going this time like obviously summer my friend had a boat as well so like we were like went on the canals and stuff like that was really nice like and just it's such good vibes you walk everywhere we literally did use taxi twice once to get back get to her house from the airport and once to go to her, her go to the airport from her house but like other than that, just oh, even the clubs and stuff, you you walked there. walked walked every everywhere was so close yes. to um where she was where she, where we were staying like in her house and stuff. So it was so nice, like Dutch people as well, like really really nice. Um, so yeah, completely different experience to that marathon we were doing when we were we didn't even stay in Amsterdam. To be honest, we were in Hilton. That's what oh, I was yeah. going to say. I've said I feel like our experience was very different it <laughs> it was bad that guy that almost kidnapped it was the biggest the biggest it wasn't a big no. who kidnapped who it wasn't remember bad. that man that taxi driver almost kidnapped us you're always forgetting sorry i'm always forgetting god no tammy you know that bad. night i didn't want to go out and you were like i'm oh. telling you guys yeah i'm never there with me <laughs> nah we almost we almost got kidnapped God. Just an absolute. I've never mess. there when things are happening. I don't know. I'm always. I'm we always were cold. Huh. We were I feel like cold. that's why. I feel like that's why I didn't feel like I that trip was cold because I feel like that time that you guys went out to the club, yeah, that was like, yeah, that solidified the cold. Oh, that was freezing. <laughs> that that solidified the cold. I mean, I start waiting outside for certain girl to start stop having their conversation mm. with a certain man. Mm. Child, Wait, what? The thing you're doing group No, let's talk about this because Wait, what? Wait, why is this coming out in 2022? I didn't hear about that. Yes, <laughs> after the club we were outside waiting for how will you girl. hear about it when Olivia was flipping almost missing her flight, left one shoe in Amsterdam. <laughs> no, but sorry, bit just before you talk about that because what you're about to see no, Olivia also left something. What did she leave? Her, her Apple Watch or she left that like, oh, half yeah, of her she left the Apple Watch and something else. She left so many things. What oh, I was even just wow. about to say on the topic of Beatrice and her shoe is another thing about that trip dance. We were running everywhere. everywhere. Like honestly, no matter how early we left, you guys were running. We were running. Me, I, me, me. Beatrice I, on the last day. <laughs> Beatrice yeah, on the last running. day. We were running for the train so that we wouldn't miss, so that we could get the train to Amsterdam so we could get on our flight. Why did her slipper fall out of her bag? There was no time to go back. There was no time to go back. The train was ready on I'm the sure platform. she still has that shoe. I do. I asked her six months later, I was like, do you have it? You were like, yeah, just in case. Just in case. Just in case someone sends you the shoe. I honestly I don't, don't know. know. I don't know why. I, and actually, I think I did actually get rid of it when I did my last clear out. Um, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, man. But, but talk about what you're gonna say about outside a club you're waiting. Yeah. So friends. we went to a club, and the club. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but I mean, it was whatever, and it's better for us. Better than us staying. <laughs> Stop it, Tammy. It was better than us staying indoors. Like we still had fun. Um, 
so after the club like I said during this time it was January so it was absolutely freezing and also bearing in mind Tammy and myself had just come back from well like a few days before had just come back from Nigeria me it wasn't a few days or it was literally one for me it was yeah for you it was one day that's why that's why I was that's why I couldn't go to the club because I was ill you know that when you come back and that's what we're saying that's exactly what (laughs) you get used to the water and then now I've gone from Nigeria water to UK water. Now I'm in Amsterdam water. I don't um, really, My body was just... You know when your body just, just stomach is turning? I told you, whenever you come back from Nigeria, whenever you're there... I was confused. He said, where are you going? Please, stay in one place. <laughs> nah, honestly, that trip there was just so funny. Like, oh my God. But anyways, so we had just come from back from Nigeria. Tammy literally one day and me like a couple of days, a few days. So my body was still like, like we said, whenever I come back to Nigeria, I'm always ill. So I was still like in the recovery phase. And even then, like, it just wasn't it. But anywho, so we went to one club and like I said, it was freezing cold. So afterwards we're like, oh, right, like we need to get taxis and we need to like dip. But then like a group of guys were chatting to some of our girls and they were talking about, yeah, we have a car, we can take you. And like the, they had one car. So it's like, how many people are you going to take in that car? Like, you could, I don't know what was going on, but long story short. And then we had to start looking for an ATM to get um, cash out because of the taxi guy that we, would, we had basically. <sighs> and we were searching up and down. Like the way we uh-huh. went in and out looking for this cash point. On our maps, it will say we go to uh, go to point X. We go to point X. It's not an ATM. We then say, okay, cool. Where's the next one? We go to point Y. It's still not an ATM. Like we were just going up and down like crazy, yo. Um, but yeah. So then we were literally waiting outside a club for our friends to finish talking to this group of guys. And this group of guys weren't anything special. Like you know, them ones when you're there, you're thinking, oh, you know what? This could actually turn into a little brother. You know damn well. Moreover. We're yeah. all leaving the country the next day. Yeah, but no, Sharon, you know when it's like, because it's Amsterdam, you know, ah, you maybe you might consider... And it's not too far or something. Uh, uh, but these people aren't worth that. I'm <laughs> sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. They they're not. How nice they are. They're not worth it physically. So we knew that, you know, nobody's true. We knew it that <laughs> um, it was just a waste of time. But like, honestly, I was so cold. And I was so upset. You know when just, everything just just so upset you're just so cold you're like just get me out of here man get me out of here that was literally what we were screaming um i didn't that club man but damn yeah amsterdam in the cold is not the one when i went before that it was summer to be fair and i enjoyed it um but even then like i don't know i feel like you have to go with purpose and you have to go for a short amount of days like it's not a thing that you go and start spending days upon days like what are you gonna do look at each other mm-hmm. like nah so um yeah as well, Sha. But I went um, to the Anne Frank Museum actually. That was really good because obviously you know that's always sold out. And I think we tried yeah. to go last time, but it was yeah. sold out. Yeah. Um, that was really good. But we had to go back home and watch a movie because it was just too solemn. Like, Mm-mm. you know, we were just like, mm, need to get ourselves out of this mood. Them ones. No, that yeah. that was a that was a real trip, man. Um, but I'm glad you enjoyed. But speaking of um weathers and how cold we were, obviously, mm. I don't know what. God, they have been shouting this recycle, reuse, recycle.
Well, no, you didn't because that's why this last week we've all been suffering because we have not been doing and been listening. You know, these people that have been shouting on the streets. I want green earth. <laughs> what are they called again? Green earth society of plants. Being green. Green earth. Seeing green. Seeing no, green. there's not. No, no, no. They're not called that. It's like something Britain. God saved the world. What's wrong with it's green earth. It's no, it's not, not green earth. earth. It's something. something. <laughs> it's God oh. save the earth. No, nah, hold on. Those protesters. You know them protesters green. that were sitting down on the streets, like blocking green yeah, planet. Is it green? Pla- no. Nah. Nah. I'm just making green up protests. I know you are. Oh, what's this say? Being green. I think. Uh, Is that uh, not what, what I said? Nah, come yeah. on. It's not green. green. Um, being green. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I don't think friends of the earth. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, okay, I don't know. Green party. Uh, they, they're green. Something no, I don't is think green. green it's something green. Save the world. Really? You the world. Stop it, Tammy. Make it a better place. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, oh! It's um. Is it Extinction Rebellion? Hold on. Wait a damn minute. Hold on. Wait hold a on. damn minute. Oh, hold on. That's a whole other cause. No, that's a whole other cause. My bad, y'all. My bad. They're shy telling us to do better. Yeah. They're green green yeah. life. They're vegans. Okay. They're vegans. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so these people that have been yeah, extinction rebellion, that's the one. It's to do with climate change. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. Um anyway so these people that have been blocking the streets the woman that got um you know when she started with the range rover wanted to take her son to school and then they blocked her um in the middle of the street and she couldn't take the the child and i think long story short she got charged with, with oh yeah those people that stopped heath yeah, like, that's people, what I'm saying. To... people on the m20 yeah. flight everything because of climate change mm. you are saying today why are you sitting down why are you sitting down ha god said we will show them why you are sitting down it's because of this last week now uh-uh Hey God, in my life, Sharon. Oh no, because Sharon wasn't here. I don't think you get it. I have never been in a position where I'm. I've gone outside, and the heat is burning my skin to the point that I'm. I'm running and I'm tiptoeing, running back to my house because I'm like, yay, yay, <laughs> like this is, this is. Crazy. Sometimes London is hotter than Abu Dhabi. Fam, fam. No, honestly, we I did something drastic. I, I, I made a, I made a collage with the um, Dubai temperature and uh, London temperature. Why are they battling? They fam. were battling as in. Ah. There's no dessert hill. There's I don't no know. Dessert <laughs> hill. I don't know if you have like your this aunties and just said dessert. <laughs> I don't know if you I have just... like aunties and uncles in different countries, like on WhatsApp story yet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the way they were begging us, please be safe. Are UK people low? Be wetting, <laughs> be wetting your garden, be wetting your fences. <laughs> God send rain. <laughs> God send rain to the UK. <laughs> um, no, on a serious note though, I genuinely was so shocked like obviously they told us that like, it's gonna be mad but actually being outside like and if you know me like I love the heat I I absolutely love it whenever I'm on holiday any opportunity to sunbathe Dubai weather's I'm out there on the beach like I'm there but it's very different where you're you're lying outside 
with those extreme temperatures and you've got a pool that you can jump into you know what i mean you've got your cold cocktails coming in coming in one after the other this one you're just finished you're just absolutely categorically finished i went to go and sunbathe because i even went to go and, you know me i've been screaming i need a chair i need a chair i went i finally got my sun lounger i said i'm gonna use this opportunity to sunbathe i went out there bro after five minutes i said uh-uh I had to reapply my the, the SPF that I just put on. I said, I, 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 what's going on? 10 minutes go by. I said, <laughs> this is not for me. I had to go back inside, go and spray myself, make sure everything's cool, and then go back out. I literally had to do it in like 10 minute intervals. I genuinely just cannot believe how hot it got. It was so uncomfortable. Um, but obviously with that, there was a lot of things that happened and the consequences of, you know, when it's really hot, as we know, when we hear about, you know, things in Australia, etc., you get these wildfires and it's so sad um, that obviously like there were so many, I can't remember the total count. Like, I remember someone posted an article. I don't know. I think there was around 20 like um, fires, um, but I could be wrong. That's just off, off my mem- off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, like- Is that in Europe or? No, just in England. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just so scary. Like, and one of the things, I mean, I was in the nail shop today and like they were talking about the heat wave and the ba- basically someone was saying that like in her garden, she basically prevents, she had to end up like getting um, black bags and putting it around her conservatory because the heat, was coming through the conservatory and starting to melt the plugs. So, you know, I can only imagine all these houses that have, you know, big windows and all these sort of things that like they must have been suffering, boy. Um, but yeah, how did you how did you find the, the temperature timing? Were you inside mostly working or did you have the opportunity to go out and actually kind of experience it? Um, I was working and no, I did not want to experience it. So I didn't go outside. (laughs) It was just the only time I actually went outside was when I was hanging out the laundry I was doing. Because boy, I used that opportunity to do as in my laundry basket was empty by the end of the, by the end of Tuesday, there was nothing there. Maybe just one pink, maybe just one pink towel that nobody else was washing and reds and pink. So, you know, you have that one. But other than that, my whole laundry basket was, was, um, empty no it was too hot like my feet were swollen because normally when when I when I when I'm hot or like in a hot country or go on holiday my feet normally swell up because it's so hot the fact that they were shows you how hot it was and the fact that obviously I was sitting by my desk I didn't really feel hot because I had my little um fan that you know the misting fan I had that on like, yeah. at the side then I had my big fan and obviously I've opened all my windows so my window here my window my bathroom so it wasn't too too bad but it was yeah it was when I went outside to hang out the clothes I was like yeah this is Bro. this is crazy and the thing is do you know what was funny like I remember like looking at the weather like a week ago maybe a couple of days before at first it was actually going to be Sunday they said it's going to be really hot and then I was saying that Monday Tuesday is going to be like 30 32 degrees 33 degrees I said okay that one is normally like we normally get those kind of high temperatures sometimes like once like sometimes um in in some years and then as we got closer and closer to the Monday and the Tuesday 
I've seen 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. Now, what are we counting to? Our death? Not counting to our death, please, oh. I saw London 39 degrees. I said, it can't be this London. It must be London or Sapa in uh, Lagos. It cannot be this London here. I said, yeah, this clap, and it's only going to get worse. Every year, it's going to get hotter. We're going to have a couple of days where it's going to get hotter and hotter every year. So please, don't put all your rubbish in one bin. Divide it. Have your food bin. Have your recycling <laughs> bin. And have your, have your normal, you know, the ones that, you know, can't be recycled or can't. Please. Let's Do you know what? I don't actually in my house I don't have a food only bin like I have like, I have like recycling um and like obviously we'll have like my glass and plastic whatever it, those go in there um but then like everything else just goes into the normal kitchen bin so maybe I should say you know maybe let's do a I mean in my side of Essex we have too many bins we have four it's it's even yeah, I, think I get to. it, but it feels like it's a bit too much. I you have your normal bin, you have your recycling bin, you have your glass bin, then you have your food waste, and it's just like fam, we need to start building bigger kitchens so we can be housing all these bins. It's screaming. No, but it's just like if you have like in where I live, you have to do it. If not, you're gonna get fined. Like you can't really? you cannot. Yeah, you you're gonna get fined, yeah. Oh, wow, that's serious. Ah, well, we need to be serious. When the degrees is 40 degrees, if that's not if that's not a wake-up call, then <laughs> I don't know what is. Where? Because it was just it was just too much. Like I understand why those people were doing waiting the water on the streets. Um, I understand because it's just it's getting to a point where it's like it's unbearable. Okay, so there's inflation. There's now um, heat wave. <laughs> How much the salary is not going up? Cost Damn. of living is going. Like, do you understand? Like, mm. what else? Like, it's just too much. Like, how many? We're dying. We're basically dying. No, legit. We are dying. They're cooking us alive, man. It's too much. Like, mm. we need to we need to act fast and mm. every little that you can do to try and you know, yeah, say like I know people don't like the paper straws and things like that, but if you don't like paper straw, maybe have go and get that metal straw. Yeah, exactly. And carry, carrying it in your bag. That's not what you get. Like mm. every little thing can actually help. Do you know what I mean? But it's just too much. And I I I honestly agree that everybody should be recycling like that's that is one thing that that's a i feel minimum. like the bare minimum the mm -hmm. bare minimum you people are wondering why dagnum is stinking right now it's because there's all these piles of rubbish complete rubbish you're going on the 813 mm, what's that smell if you you are the you are the smell You'll be you, we were driving. Beatrice said, hold tight. Uh, she gave me a warning. Uh, it's a warning. Catch up, hey, gone smoring. Yay. We're on the A13. I said, Why are you already giving me a warning? We're only in Dagnum. She said, Who? <laughs> uh, 
said, what? I said, hmm, no, we are finished. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's not what's finished. The fact, and one other thing, yeah. The UK, the UK, the UK is not prepared for any weather. Huh? No, legit. Not even, not even <laughs> snow. Not even. Listen. Not even. This weather. UK's you infrastructure. Remember, you don't remember the wind that happened? Oh my gosh! <laughs> when everybody was flying.
nice tune for summer. Um, so that's what I'll be adding to our playlist this week. Have you guys listened to the album yet? Yeah, I've put a song like on it. No, I've given up on Chris. I've given up on Chris Brown's albums. I think the last one I listened to was Fame. I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I swear. No, there was one where there was one album. It was sixty songs. I said, <laughs> Yeah, I can't lie. I was, I was like that too. I was like, I'm sure if there are any good songs on it, I'll hear it. Like as people play it, I put motives and ashes and more. I asked Beatrice what she's playing in the car. Like, I'm gonna kill myself. But then because he told me to listen to it, I was like, oh, let me actually listen. Um, it took me like two, three days to get through the whole album. I kind of, but yeah, it's actually it's it's a good album. Like there's good songs on there. Um, but yeah, that that one with Blast is actually my favorite. I think Blast is like he's doing his thing at the moment. Yeah, Show It by Chris Brown featuring Blast. As usual, it will be on both of our playlists. So if you're a Spotify listener, you'll find it on the BTS. Uh, I think it's just called BTS. I don't even know what the name of the playlist is. Type PTS chat, you shall see our logo. <laughs> and on Apple Music, same thing. Um, we'll also put it in our Instagram story and we'll add it to our highlights as usual. So you guys can check it out. Let us know what you think. Have you listened to his album? Do you listen to his albums? Etc. etc. Before we quickly jump into today's episode, Ooh, um, it's not a dilemma as such. I screenshot a few things that I just thought, oh, like. Might as well. Screenshot. Yeah, you know me, screenshot. To be fair, I feel like we've kind of touched on this topic before, but I just thought, let me just read it out anyway. Um, but basically, um, the title is, my boyfriend wants our finances to be 50-50, but won't contribute to cleaning our apartment. What's with that? I know we've spoken about this topic so many times, um, but let me just read. <laughs> Sorry. Let me just read it. I don't know why it just made me laugh, because it's just so silly. Um, there's nothing we need to discuss, it's just something really silly that I saw as well, yeah, let me share it. So, my boyfriend and I have lived together for two years, dated for two and a half. We currently live in an apartment his family own, we pay, we each pay rent. He is very much an all finances must be half type of person, which is great because I am too. However, this results in him getting annoyed when I eat over 50% of the food we bought. Say we buy a six packet of crisps and over the course of the week, I eat five packs. He will get mad despite having the opportunity to go and eat them himself. I don't see why we should split bloody food when he often eats bigger portions than me. Plus, he adds things to our shop that I won't eat. So clearly it won't be halved. Recently, I've realized just how little he does around the apartment. It started to turn hmm. to dismay as I began a cleaning strike. Not dismay, child. And as I, be yeah, as I began a cleaning strike and it's only been a day. Whenever I want him to clean, I ask him nicely and give him options. Yes, like a toddler. He grudgingly picks one, but then takes so long to carry out the task that I end up doing it. I know I should stand my ground, but it's worse when you're starving and have no clean, no clean dishes to make a meal from. God. The point is, you can't pick and choose what is and isn't 50-50. And I shouldn't have to tell a functional adult to pull his weight. I've, told, I've spoken to him about this several times and he just isn't getting it. To be honest, I'm starting to lose attraction to him purely because I'm tidying Just up. starting. <laughs> I'm starting to lose attraction to him purely because I'm tidying up his crap. Sorry, I don't. I just wanted to share it because I just found it so funny with the packet of crisps. Um, that one just made me laugh so much. I was like, oh, God. 
every day if money just always so what happens if the what happens if it's the seven back here chris they uh, must share the last one count uh, count the crystals inside and divide by half I but don't forget it. some are bigger than others like i don't get it hmm. sorry the the story didn't even make sense when you even said we've been living together for two years and we started dating for two and a half years well, sorry Oh, yeah. So they basically they moved in together after. That's a good point, Tammy. Well done for picking that up. I can't even lie. So they after should... six months. Well done. Okay. No, but yeah. no, I mean, that's People a, do that's... that, you know. People do that. Uh, well, you can see the results of when people are doing that. They're now fighting over crisps. Anyway, next story. <laughs> because no, there's nothing to discuss there. I don't understand why. <laughs> why won't you be fighting over crisps? Moving in after six months. You don't know. You don't know how. You don't know. He said she know. went on a cleaning strike. Wow. Please. For one day. Cleaning strike. One day, day. So really, really one day and there's one no day. plates. God. Nah. So nah. Tight, man. She said she's starting to lose attraction to another. There's no place. How many plates do you guys have? Or do you share that we as well? Two. I don't understand. Thanks. Are you sharing plates? You bring it out from the room on your side of the bed. I don't understand. No, I think oh, she's just saying that you only really lost it because like it just got to the point where it was just annoying her. I think that's what she said. Because she thought that he would do the 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 task that she asked. She thought wrong. But anyways, yeah. There's nothing really to comment on this one. But I was just like, what the heck is going on? Like, this is still a thing that people are like dealing with. Like, it's ridiculous. Stop living with people you don't know. Um, Next question. And <laughs> sorry, just another thing. Um, this is this is now something else. So I've moved on from that. There was a thing that I saw on LinkedIn, and I just thought I would just share this one again. I don't know. I'm just in a sharing mood. Um, but I just thought it was very interesting because, again, like I said, I've just been thinking about work and everything. So this woman posts on LinkedIn and she said, professionally, my husband and she tagged him in the post. My husband and I are both partners. He is a top five public. Um, he is at a top um, five public accounting firm and me at a private equity firm focused on growing small businesses. We're both partners, and yet recently I've been asked on multiple occasions by both men and women the following questions. One, are you still working now that Joe is a partner? That's her husband. Two, are you planning to quit your job as I'm sure Joe makes enough income to support you both? Especially makes more than him. Bro, clearly, especially with what she said that they're both doing. Anyways, Two, are you planning to quit your job as I'm sure Joe makes enough income to support you both since he made partner? Three, how does it feel to be married to a partner? <laughs> she was like, so this post is for some of y'all who seem to have missed the memo that yes, I'm a female in the relationship and yes, I'm three years younger than my husband, but I was in fact directly admin, um, admitted to partnership five months before my partner my husband was admitted to partnership and she tagged the companies that both of them work at and she was like hmm. please don't under please don't misunderstand me this post is not meant to minimize the accomplishments of my husband but if you're going to ask me if i've quit working because he made partner or ask me how it feels to be married to a partner you might want to ask him the exact same question or better yet don't ask any of us don't ask one of us such ill-advised questions also uh, please send me that i will when i saw that i was just like oh my god wow. like, she's so 
true. Like, and she cleared them. Fam, she definitely makes more than him. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But it's just so crazy how, when you've got two successful people in a relationship, hmm. everybody just always believes that the man is like the one that's like one doing Ooh. the best, and all like, yeah. like, and also like as a woman, like you would sacrifice it for him for him and I just sat there and I just thought this is insane and the fact that like his accomplishment is more is worth more than hers yeah which to the I, point where she would quit her job because yeah. he has now made partner and people ask like, hello and people ask how, how does it feel to marry a partner like what the hell I'm a partner myself you can <laughs> ask you know me I mean? my questions do you know what I mean um but yeah, like when I just saw that post, I was like, whoo, girl, you done told them. If they didn't hear you before, yeah. they heard They're going you, now. Hear you now. They heard you now. Um, but yeah, that one, I just, I thought I'd share it anyway, because yeah, just, you know, like I said, I've just been thinking about a lot of things. I was just like, wow, like, it's just so crazy how women's success is just always dimmed in the light of men. Um, it's madness. So, so crazy. Which actually is a interesting segue into today's topic which is talking about I guess what men still don't understand about women and I guess we can also talk about what we believe obviously we don't have any men on this episode but what we believe we still don't understand about men um and I guess kind of following on from your point one of the things that I noted was like how it feels to be the only woman in a room full of men they will never understand that mm, mm. because ultimately we are the what do they call it like the um minority mm. and so is that the right term for women i don't actually? think it would be i don't think it's minority though what would it be it's like it's not superior it's not superior you guys know what I'm trying to say anyway yeah, yeah. um the way society views women will never yeah. be on the pedestal the same pedestal as men and I've had it before where like so one of my at my old place um is the word equivalent yeah it's like an inferior it's like an inferior thing I don't yeah know. yeah I don't know um what was I saying oh I've, I've like had it before as well where um so the head of my practice at my old place she was saying that she used to go to client meetings and people would ask them, ask her, like men would ask her if she would pour them a cup of tea. And she was like, yeah, you can ask the receptionist when she comes. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, sorry, I thought you were. And just things like that, whereas she's, and like um, where people direct, like in the meeting, right? She's the head, she's the project manager, like senior PM. And people, like the client would direct their questions to the junior PM because he was a man and she's like and he's looking at her like I don't even know the answer to this question because that's the manager and just I think men will never fully understand what it feels like to be the only woman and just a woman like in a male world and like a male-dominated field which a lot of fields are male-dominated obviously like we have other fields that are heavily like women-led but like in corporate in the corporate world it is like definitely a male-dominated world and I think that's something that men don't and will never fully understand that what that feels like one thing I know that men will never understand is 
our hormones, like how we go through different emotions, like on a day to day basis, just like during like the month, like yes, you can be happy one day, then the next day you're crying, and you can't explain why you're crying, but they will never understand, and they always think that you're overreacting or things like that. Like I remember one time. I was working at Tesco. This was when I was at uni and um, I was on my time of the month and I was in so much pain. Like I couldn't work. And you know, Tesco, like you're standing up, you're stacking shelves. Like on a, on a normal day, like I can back power through my, um, when I'm on and I normally don't get um, bad pains, but this time it was just like, yeah, I've got to sit this one out. Like I can take, I can tolerate pain, but this is just too much. So I basically was like, I need to go home. Like I can't be here. And um, the process is like you have to go into like a room and then you have to explain why you're leaving, blah blah blah, so they can like write it down on the system. And the person that was doing it was like a manager, but he was it was a guy, it was a man, and um, he made this comment and. I just it will forever stick with me he was just like well other women here well for next time um he basically said that oh other women also deal with this so you should be able to tolerate it basically that's what he was basically trying to say like well other women like go through it so why can't you and I was just like hold on a minute like how are you trying to measure my pain with someone else's are you in my body Mm. and are you in that other person's body like you have no right to come and tell me that all oh, next as time as, well, as, just, right? as a man yeah, I can yeah. power through it what do you know what do you, what, what what pain do you go through oh I can't weep that's all you go through man just get out of here I was just thinking no man can ever try and say that to me ever again and obviously I was in so much pain then like I just wasn't thinking straight like on a normal day I'd be like uh what do you actually mean but I just wanted to go home you know it says that you just want to go home like you don't even have time like I just really wanted to go home I even booked an uber I normally get the bus to work like I got an uber and I went home and it's just like that just kind of solidified to me that even when like you're explaining to these men that oh I'm feeling this pain I'm feeling that pain like they still will never understand that they're still trying to make it seem like you're over exaggerating the pain or it's something that we can just power through or they'll be telling us oh man up and things like that and it's just like you actually will never understand and not that I expect them to understand fully but at least don't like disrespect me or try to like yeah belittle my pain like I just hate I hate it when that happens like and some of them do it innocently like I would use an example like my dad for an instance like I'll be like oh I can't like I'm just in so much pain and he and he just wouldn't really understand and it's just like he's not doing it out of like malice or anything but he he just he just doesn't understand that's just what it is and it's just something that we just have to learn to deal with like for the rest of our lives that men will never understand when it comes to things like that but what I would like them to do is be more um, empathetic about it. I think that's the word, yeah. And just try and, like, sympathise with us because, like, you, you you actually have no idea, like, what some women go through in terms of, like, this whole hormonal, menstrual cycle mm. thing. Like, just try and be a bit more understanding of it. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. And I think we were talking about this 
I feel like I mentioned this when we were all together actually Tammy over the weekend but I was saying that like with this whole cycle thing like I genuinely feel like there's probably like four to five days a month where I'm not feeling off like there's not an imbalance like I actually feel okay it's either I'm getting ready to go into PMS or I'm just getting ready for ovulation like there's just so many different stages that like there's only a short amount of, there's basically a short window where I actually feel 100% okay um and I yeah you're absolutely right that met, some men just don't show enough like grace um and like yeah just don't show the right em- level of empathy when women are trying to like say you know when women are saying oh I can't do this because I'm on or I can't like go here because I'm like do you get what I'm trying to say so I 100% agree with what with what you said there um it's actually a good point um my point uh, was actually kind of very similar to what Sharon was mentioning um but it's the fact that like basically we live in a male-dominated world right and that is translated in everything like it's translated in the things we read it's translated in the media it's just translated everywhere and I feel like sometimes guys have this notion that they can and I know that some girls can do it but I I truly believe that it's probably greater with guys like they have this notion that they understand women based off of external stories or external factors but that is just not the case you can't use that as a guideline to say you understand women and also the fact that something working with one person is not going to work with another person um that's just a very high level thought that just came to my mind it's just because I just think about where do we learn about the opposite sex a lot of the times it's from movies it's from you know things like online and stuff but again all of those are like created in such a male-dominated world and environment that subsequently then affects how they view women um that was going to be the point that I mentioned um, I also find as well, like with some guys, like they're not like, and this is a huge gem- generalization, but like I find that women tend to be better listeners than guys. Like, oh, I feel like guys do not women... listen for Jack. Sorry, they don't. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like men just don't know how to listen intently. Yep. Like, it's not, I'm not trying to get you to come up with a solution. Like, you don't need to be Mr. Power Ranger. Like, I'm just, I just want you to listen. And I feel like guys don't do that very well. And like, I find with guys, like, even when I listen to guys speak to other guys, mm. um, I don't know if it's just at my firm, but like, someone's always jumping in, jumping in, jumping in, like, oh, who's trying to be, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. And they're trying to like get there before the other person. But it's like, I don't feel like guys, really listen and I feel like that's what they don't understand about women in that just because I'm not speaking yeah whether that's in a meeting in like a one-on-one situation or does not mean that I don't have something of value to say it's just that I want you to fully express yourself yeah um and then I will offer my opinion when I feel like I have something of value to say and I'm not saying that all women are like that and I'm not saying that all men are the opposite but I have found that generally women in, listen more intently and then are able to like kind of say something of value more than men I think just because of the name just no, literally. Of the fact that I don't know what it is 
I'm even trying to think like there's so many examples. Like this of, alpha like, male situation. Like we don't have alpha women. Like we mm, don't have that term, you know? Mm, alpha gonna, female. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that um that's such a good point with the whole listening thing because they're listening with the intent to just respond in a way that's like mm. put, like puts them in a higher position or makes them seem like they're you know above the situation, but it's so silly because you'll say something that's like you let's say you say like a whole a whole thing, right? And then there's just like one part of the story that or one part of what you're saying that they might disagree with or like, I don't know, use that as an opportunity to say, oh, this is where you made a mistake. Let me just pick on that. Mm. Rather than taking the whole thing that you're saying, they would then say, oh, yeah, but actually what you said, and it's like, bro, like that's not even, what, that's not even the, right. yeah, one, I'm not finished. And two, that's not even the point of what I'm saying. Like that is such a minor point to the bigger topic that we're discussing here do you know what I mean so you're absolutely right that yeah I definitely agree that guys they're not good listeners man they're not I'm they're so not they're honestly not. it's actually really jarring and actually I found that like I don't know if I'm just thinking about it in the workplace but I found like the women who tend to like not really have very many female friends and have like they're like oh I don't get on with girls like I only do that they tend to be the ones as well that are just like in the workplace and otherwise like always trying to get mm. there first and like I'm just like mate it's not competition and this is this is one thing I've learned at work as well is like I've had it before where I felt like oh, I've had it in my review as well with like managers and things like oh you should speak more on calls and I was like yeah I will speak like when I feel like I have something of value to add like I'm not just going to speak for the sake of it because you want to be that person where it's like oh when Sharon has something to say like listen because she actually not just mm-hmm. mumbling just babbling nonsense I've kind of got into that place in my career as well now where I'm just kind of like I just want to be myself I don't want to be yeah like something I'm not to like get to where I feel like I need to be quickly mm. at the end of the day I mean god forbid hopefully we can think of like a million dollar idea before it gets to this but it'll probably be, be working for the next 50 years so I just don't need to rush yeah it's true it's true Tammy do you have anything else that you think men just don't don't really get about women well what are your frustrations like with men Oh, how long do we have? <laughs> I'm so done. Um, I think, I think it kind of links into what I said before, but it's just that they think that everything that we're doing is dramatic, like us expressing ourselves. Oh, here she goes. Oh, the, like everything is like dramatic when you're just trying to be passionate about something. Like, mm. why must everything with us be like oh? you need to calm down like I hate when Mm. someone tells me to calm down and I'm not and there's no ounce of like aggression or anything like you're just speaking very passionately and that's the thing that irritates me because you can get a guy who'll come in he'll be he'll even be verge of arrogant oh he's so confident he's so outgoing he's a you know he's got got drive he's got but you you say oh I'd like to have it this way and I just think that this oh she's a bit pushy mm, oh, yeah. well, um, do you know like I hate she's, like, possibly, she's then, got a lot to say hasn't she a lot to say hasn't she oh she's a bit mathy and then you're just like um literally saying exactly what the other guy just said and I'm even saying it in a calmer tone but mm. you're like 
you're making it seem like it's aggressive or like dramatic or if you were or if you're trying to put your point across you get called a drama queen like things like that like and all you're just trying to do is express yourself and in the way that you're feeling and I feel like some men just don't understand that like I'm literally telling you how I'm feeling and you're making it seem like you're trying to belittle what I'm saying saying that oh no you're just exaggerating or you're just they're just so dramatic you know things like that just trying to make it like make your experience of something invalid because of maybe the way that you're saying it or something like that so that's just one thing I feel like they don't really understand and then the ones I hate the the people the the men that I just don't really think that I hear that they do is that they were oh yeah 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 I understand I understand but 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 and you're just like no buts it's not you don't understand then do you get what I mean? Like, I hate those ones that, like, oh, yeah, 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 I understand. But, you know, you need to, like, it's the way you're saying it. It's your turn. You have to come with that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. like nah. Yeah. I hate that. So that's one thing that I think that there's definitely room for improvement. Like, yeah. not make it, not men make it. Men should not make women feel like whatever they're saying is too dramatic too over the top telling them to calm down when they're not even saying anything outlandish or they're not even screaming putting the word aggressive on them just because they're being passionate that's something that they don't understand and yeah that's just another point that I had I think that's a good point Tammy um yeah I was even gonna say um kind of on my side another thing that I want to just touch on and I don't know whether it's a case of things that men don't get about women but it's just things that men don't get <laughs> period and um I think it's about kind of the partnership or like when a man and a woman come together I genuinely feel like men believe and even by the way they talk and stuff they're of the opinion that like women need men more than a man needs a woman and therefore like they are always like above and like yeah that whole inequality like oh for example now like because society says that men will bring more money or I don't know what it I don't actually yeah. know what stems what, what where it stems from it might be the money thing I don't know but basically men definitely have a lot of guys not all not you know all but majority I feel like they do have the viewpoint that you know oh you know when they will say like oh like marriage like how does it benefit men and it's like they're like I can't list anything but I definitely know how it benefits women and it's just like mm. that mindset itself <clears throat> I just feel like men will never understand like men will never understand that like, even if you are the breadwinner and stuff yeah the way our body is, the way everything works, companionship and the value that having somebody there brings to you, yeah, is unmatched. Like, and it's not something, you can't equate that to money. Just because, if, just because somebody might not be contributing to your life in like financial terms, yeah, just for an example, they automatically view it as I don't need it. Like, it's not needed. Like, I can do without it. But actually, even taking away the whole monetary kind of point of it, things like that whole having someone to talk to, that 
I don't even know how to even exp- I hope you guys are getting what I'm saying I don't even know how to express yeah. it but I just genuinely feel like they just never really understand the value that women bring to them and it's an equal it's an equal playing field like no matter whatever points you want to list about what what some like what a woman can bring or what a guy brings like a woman can bring the exact same thing and I think that that mindset is basically what I think personally has ruined the whole dating um and like just the whole like finding your partner and stuff is because men genuinely believe that that's why they're like oh I can just do whatever I want I don't need you I don't really need women like I don't need somebody like I don't need to be loyal I don't need to do that because really and truly like at the end of the day they need me more than I need them like I think Mm. that is what has basically set them off to act in a certain way which obviously go like is against the whole loyalty and you know fine but being with one person etc um I think where it comes from is like because I know you said a second ago that um you don't know how it started and I was having this conversation with some of the girls at my workplace as well and I think it all started from the time when like marriage was more of like a societal like uh what's it like your position in society like Mm. the woman married determined like the course of her life like literally um whereas since the industrial revolution and the men went to war and then the women had to be working like it's just not been the case like women can and do work and are um the breadwinners in their households and it's just like you must as a man now bring more to the table than just money and livelihood because ultimately women can do that and do it sometimes better I'm not gonna lie and I I, and I and I reckon that actually a lot of women would be even higher earners if society wasn't built in the way that it is um like and it's just so true like that's why I was clapping because I was just like fam men actually genuinely believe not all men obviously like when we say men we're saying like not all men just Mm. hear that Mm. but um men actually believe that fam I can get anyone that I want at any time that I want like there's always better I always have options yeah and, it, as and long I think that that's what has poisoned mm. our society and yeah. like you said dating in our generation because unfortunately men don't seem to be satisfied mm. and I know like and I think as a result of that and I'm not trying to blame men for everything but I genuinely feel like as a result of that women have become like that too because yeah. it's like well if you're saying you don't need me then I don't need you either you think I'm gonna sit here and be begging you like no way yeah. Yeah. and I think like it's just it's so sad now because I think men and women now both have commitment issues because everybody feels like they have options when that's not how it should be like you yeah. should find your person and be content yeah. in that and I feel like now you know people are just thinking you know like what do you bring to the table how about the person brings sanity and peace mm, which mm. you didn't have before mm. like that should be more than enough but yeah. anyway no absolutely and I like I, I like that point when you said that like you can't just come into a relationship thinking you have money and then that's it and then like you've done your part like you have to bring more like as a man mm. and like you said as well a woman can do the exact same thing so that, like I said it's an equal it's an equal playing field like and yes it it's is. Gonna be women there's gonna be women that want their 
that want for example their partner to be like taking care of them and stuff which is fine but even that in itself yeah when you're there you bring you bring something to that like even just for example and I know that we speak about this like being a mother like for example or like looking after a household like I think generally people just think that those sort of things are just like so minor but actually if you sit there and deep it like deep when you like are by yourself or like if you're in an environment where like you're so busy you don't have the time to like do the special touches like clean up really like that after yourself because you're just so tired from work or all them things that basically like keep everything working and in motion like it's not easy like having to constantly get up to like go out and like get the right things for the house like there's that whole role brings a lot of value that if you weren't to have that you would see the quality of your life diminish like it's just pure facts and it's just sad that like a lot of men just associate having money to basically of them being of value and think that yeah because I have money and stuff I'm always going to have hella options and like that's going to be enough for me to find a person that I'm going to you know I will spend the rest of my life with but unfortunately sir that is not that is not the case at all um and no. yeah, it's 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 very very sad I think um and I think you made a point as well another point that you mentioned about women as well and I do think that because of the way that society set up, women then also think as well that actually men do bring more and they don't realise the value that they have on the mm. stuff that they bring. So they've told themselves that, oh yeah, because he's looking after me, like I don't really have much to contribute as such. Like I don't really have a part to play in this where actually like you checking in with them, making sure they're good, making sure they've eaten, making sure that like, I know that's obviously like a lot like some women enjoy that and they want to do that that's fine but if you weren't there best believe that that person's quality of life is diminishing like yeah. I just think that there's people need men just need to understand that women the things that women can do to your life is insane and that mm. even like when you deep it the way that guys even have their conversations in their male groups like the things that they've been discussing they don't actually talk about their inner feelings like that like that like yes they mm. might have a couple but like I can't lie to you when they're coming to have their in their actual true emotion where they're like letting it out they normally tend to go to women because like we said mm. women have the good qualities of a listener and stuff like that and they might not necessarily be the want to give you all the advice and stuff but sometimes you just need someone to hear you out and I feel like women are very good at that so like it's even um, those small things and it's not just in terms of romantic relationships but it's also in friendships as well like I think that men sometimes just generally feel like oh my boys my boys and don't get me wrong I'm not trying to say that they don't value their female friends but I think that they definitely do to an extent just think that my boys like they just my boys like they mean so much like but have you deep the value that your female friends have given to you just by having that listening ear like deep where you actually put your emotions and like not trying to say you put your burden on but I do feel like a lot of men they just underestimate or undervalue the theme that the women in their life and just take that for granted mm. as a given because you're not I've going definitely to had that before yeah, where I felt like, like 100 I feel like you've touched on so many things one thing quickly I was even speaking to my friend about this the other day so basically we were in Amsterdam we were like just having like obviously we left ages so we were talking a lot about a lot of different things in depth and then I stopped and I was like guys do you think 
men have these conversations and then everyone was like no and then one of my friends was like yeah my male friends do but they have to be high <laughs> like they'll be like oh a lot's going on man and then they'll just start smoking and that's the only time when they will actually express how they're truly feeling to their friends because they know that not everyone's sober and I'm just like what kind of like, kind also, of- there's going to be exceptions there's going to be exceptions but even in those exceptions I still think that there's still some you you, you hide stuff you're guarded 100 percent um and just to your point about like even female friends like how they add value by you know them being your point of call when you have something deep you want to talk about or when something's really on your like heart that you really want to address and I've had it before as well where I've been that female friends like oh I just you know I'm feeling this way but then it's like when it's time to back me where are you and like that's I've had that before and I had to sit my friend down and I was like listen I love you and I care about you and like yeah I can always be your go-to person but I'm not gonna lie like I ain't doing um daddy daycare for free like if something's happening you also gotta back your female friends I feel like that's something that men tend to lack where it's like kind of like going back to a couple of episodes back before we were talking about the whole um oh what's that black names What's that black girl's name from Love Island last year? Uh, it begins with K, I think. Oh, Kaz. Kaz, and then that other yeah. black guy. Yeah. And it's like, that's your female friend or whatever, but then you're just chatting about other females anyhow. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, stuff yeah. like that. And I think, like, guys too often will try and be the joker in the group. Like, sometimes, obviously, they do outgrow this, but, like, you know, trying to be the joker in the group, not really caring about people's feelings. But then when it's time for you to, like, actually have a heart-to-heart with someone, then your joker friends is not where you're going. Yeah. I wanted to raise. But then just quickly, we can't really go into this into too much depth. Depth, I reckon, because, obviously, we're all females on this podcast and we don't have a male guest. But are there things that you think we don't understand about men? Or, like, things that you want to know more about men that you perhaps haven't had the opportunity to Mm. learn or grasp yet I feel like there's so I feel like there's actually probably a lot and I do feel Mm. like we'll probably I feel like we should probably get some that's actually a good point I feel we should probably get somebody to come and basically answer it but I'm trying to think about the just general questions on my head I think I've got one what's one of yours um I think the a lot of men really do feel this like need like I think it's gone past desire I think it's like requirement need to provide and if they don't then it's like who am I what am I like I'm not a man um and I feel like they put a lot of pressure on themselves to be that and do that no. um and huh no one's asked you to by the way yeah. and the thing that I don't understand is nobody's really and I think ugh, nobody's asked you to do that and I think because of that and because we know that then women don't want to be the breadwinners because it's just like I don't want to feel I don't want to undermine your manhood or mm. you to feel like your manhood is undermined because you earn less. So now it becomes a requirement of like, I want my husband to earn more so that he doesn't feel like he's not a man because he earns less. Um, so it's just like a cycle. But yeah, I guess we'll never fully understand what that burden mm. 
feels like mm. um I mean for women it's probably at least speaking for myself it's a different type of pressure because we've had this discussion before but I'm like super fearful of um failure yeah. so obviously I want to succeed in like mm. everything that I do but I guess it's like a me thing and I don't I don't feel like I'm yeah I guess I'll never understand what it feels like for a man to feel like you know he's under delivering in the yeah. area of like being a father or a husband because he doesn't can't fend for his family or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Tammy, do you have a question that you think um you have that you don't really get about men? No. <laughs> I I generally think that there's no excuse. We might not sorry. We can say there's no excuse. <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna say like because Sharon asked the question is like, is there anything that we don't understand about men? I generally think that there's obviously some things that we will never understand, but at the same time, in terms of us taking it on board and trying to understand it, we as women are a lot more understanding uh, than men. Uh, like if my friend wanted to explain something to me, because I think they like to do this whole, oh, you don't get I'm it. a black man. Oh. in society like this oh god <laughs> they like to do that oh i'm a black man i have a lot of pressure and the thing is we get that yeah and we get it as well i think that they fail they fail to understand this is my whole thing they just uh-huh. fail to understand that we all we understand that because not only are we black we're women mm. black women trying to make it in society as well you already and have make it in a white man's world like we literally couldn't be further away yeah. from the north like yeah. at least as a man you can like relate relate I'm, I'm actually crying at the fact that we were meant to be trying to understand what they struggle with but we've now returned back to question one anyway yeah. um we could literally not be any further away like at least as a man you can relate huh. that you're we are at the men. bottom we are at the bottom there's nothing to relate. I even think sometimes I even think sometimes it goes white men black men white women white um white men black men white women black women sometimes i feel like it goes like that i think that yeah sometimes it is like that i feel like sometimes that black men and white women is kind of like interchangeable interchangeable yeah but in like in some industries but but one thing's for sure you know what you know what remains the same always be at the bottom (laughs) we're always going to be at the bottom always white men are always going to be at the top always (laughs) Always. One thing's for sure, we don't always be at and the bottom. The like, and they will never under. And do you know what it is? Like, even though we're at the bottom, we carry the burden of black men like it's yes. our own. Honestly, <laughs> we are tired. Honestly. Our backs are broken. Like, we that's exactly why I said fight no. in their fight. That's exactly why I said no because obviously we will never know what it means to be a man. Like, we don't know. Do you know what? what I even take back my point because. More time, sorry, I, I really take it back. Because more time, <laughs> sorry, I've just remembered oh, you something. you revoking it. Don't kill me, but it's true though. It. Do you know why? Because black women are single mothers a lot of the time. So they are they are the breadwinners in their home. They are the ones like holding up their families. They are the ones like worried about, you know, like the development of their children and like putting food on the table, education and Fam, I take it back, bro. What the hell? Yeah, we understand it. There's nothing that we don't understand about you because Absolutely. we're fighting your fire, we're fighting our own. 
literally the fight that you're fighting we're fighting our own plus more that is generally how it is so yeah, we need to get some men on here though but honestly i don't think there's anything they can say yeah and then you just be okay so okay yeah um, literally it's so true but um yeah oh, that's basically wow. um that's basically all we've got time for today i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation it's interesting um but yeah as always make sure you guys follow us on our socials that is BTS pod underscore on twitter and on instagram and yeah make sure you guys are um up to date as well with the playlist play that out you know when you're getting ready for your weekends and all that um but yeah hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you guys in our next one the countdown to 100 is getting close so happy you <laughs> hey our anniversary is even coming up try it's even true when this drops i think it will be the last week so um yeah the week that we drop this will be the week of our anniversary shy two years hmm. we send you our bank account to honestly account we will close our bank account so you guys can send us a little sign uh small mcdonald's mcdonald's nando's anything just send us our way um yeah thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys in our next episode bye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life every mom deserves a Moonpig card Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.